Dueling Dialogues presents His and Hers with Grace Matthews, Caddy Man, and Connor Murphy. Welcome to episode 23 of His and Hers with Grace Matthews and the Caddy Man in the heart of the USA, Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Hi. Hey, 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 hey. How goes it? Great. It's good to be back here with you. Yes. Um, our numbers are going up every week. That good. makes me happy, happy, happy. And um, again, I just like to say thanks to um, all of our good friends in India. Yeah, cool. Um, you know, it's uh, it's pretty great. We've been doing this show, you know, this this is insurer hers for about five months now, about five and a half. Wow, that's going fast. It really has. We started it over a COVID lockdown. Right. But it had been in the works for a few months before that. So it's it's really great. I enjoy it. And, you know, we're doing this um, kind of 12-part series on things that we can do that are therapy for our mental health, for mental illness, for fun. Um, in these times, it's easy to get a little depressed, a whole lot depressed. Right. You know, um, these are, um, I don't know, exercises or projects we've used. Activities. Um, activities, very good, yeah, that we have used. We're not doctors. I want to make sure we, this is just what has worked for us. It should never be used um, in lieu of a therapist or um, medication, but these are things that work. Right. They've worked for us. And today, we're talking about cooking as therapy. Last week, we talked about yoga as therapy. This week is cooking as therapy. Cool, I love that. And oh, we love cooking. And so our thought for the week is cooking healthy meals, and I'm gonna add you know, even unhealthy meals sometimes, is an act of love for myself and those I cook for. Yeah, I like that. I like Absolutely. That. And, you know, we're going to talk about cooking and food in a way that if you go get takeout, it, it's just not the same. Right. You know, um, cooking first and foremost encourages creativity. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know... You know, successes and failures in the kitchen produce some amazing things. Yeah, and uh, being confident enough to experiment with different things is a, is a good way to look at it, too. Uh, get your confidence up and just go for it. Exactly. And speaking of confidence, cooking is immediate gratification. Yeah, pretty much. Unless it's soup because you got to wait a couple of hours. Yeah, you do. Right. <laughs> It's better than a couple of weeks or a couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, heck, I've waited a couple of decades for some things. But, you know, it, it can be pretty immediate gratification and very rewarding. Absolutely. Of course not everything turns out perfect. Right. Okay, but we don't know perfect if we don't know imperfect. Exactly. You have to have those two um, to compare. Right. It is great for low self-esteem because it can help build self-esteem. Plus, like it, it, it's, good. it's good. It, it is, is good. good. <laughs> and 
what brings people together more than cooking and food? Absolutely. Wine, maybe. Wine. Well, wine. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cooking, baking, eating, even shopping for the ingredients. It is a socialization. It creates relationships. Right. That's yeah. why you kind of say cooking is an activity because it's just not one basic element. Right. There is the planning. There is the preparation. There is the creativity. There's all these different things. How do you think these dishes came up in the first place? Right. Somebody had to create it. Exactly. Yeah. And then all these other dishes that off a base dish usually that are offsprings of those. Exactly. Someone took that dish and expounded upon it or said, hey, what if I do this? Right. I mean, and then the, the togetherness of people cooking and the object of each person's taste buds are different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So each person is going to taste every food differently. And some are going to like some better than others. Some thinks, oh, how many times have you said, have someone, your mother, said, hey, taste this? <laughs> and, and you say, I think it needs a little salt. <laughs> that's the classic. You know, I mean, yeah. if, if that's not a something that almost happens with every dish ever created, I don't know what is. But yeah. it just goes to show you it it's... Uh, it can be like a sport where you go through the whole procedure, you play the game of finishing the the meal or the, the dish, and if it's a winner, it's a winner. Okay, I got a question for you. If the recipe calls for one tablespoon, do you actually measure the one tablespoon? Like, I, I don't mean baking, because baking is a science. Yeah, and you, baking you, is a science. Your, so you your measurement's got to be on for baking, but I'm, I'm talking about, like, I don't know, chili. And it, it calls for a tablespoon of chili. Do you actually measure the tablespoon or you just take the top off and sprinkle it on? <laughs> Absolutely, I don't measure it. But I, have <laughs> I knew a it. Saying. I we knew have it. a little saying at this house when it's a tablespoon or something akin to a tablespoon, it's I love money. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's absolutely how we measure cooking oil. Right. Okay. And. Most other things. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just like a pinch. Yeah. Now, What's a pinch? Kathy <laughs> yeah. measures more than I do because she's kind of new to the cooking world. But not me. I um, and I'm pretty sure you don't measure, do you? No, I don't. So yeah. it, it makes it really tough when, when somebody likes something you've done. You go, oh, can I have the recipe? Yeah. It, it makes oh, it really yeah. tough, right? It, it, I, it's I like, get in that trouble all the time. Yeah, because I, I open the top up and I I sploosh it on <laughs> until Absolutely. I know it's good. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, um, food is nurturing. Absolutely. I mean, what better way to say all sorts of things than through food? Right, and that's why family involved with all the holidays. Exactly. Food is the biggest. I mean, what I love Thanksgiving because it's all about the food. Right. You know, right. Christmas, yeah. you have gifts. Hanukkah, there's gifts. There's, you know, there's all sorts of sidelines, you know. But Thanksgiving to me 
is the best holiday of all because it's all about the food. Right, exactly. Yes. And you know, the good thing about Thanksgiving is almost, not every, but most of the people get involved. Right. Yeah. Like they have, they bring their specialty. Right. Day. Or at my house, I, my one grandmother, she was the professional dressing maker. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, that was her job every Thanksgiving. It didn't matter. Even if my mom did the cooking, when Grandma came over, she made the dressing, period. That was just the way it was. And then some people carves the turkey. How many times have you heard that? The head of the house carves the turkey. Right, right. Well, in Canada, Thanksgiving is next Monday. Exactly. So, uh, as a matter of fact, we were just having the conversation before the podcast on right. what Thanksgiving was going to look like this year, and we're really yeah, not sure like, yet. Yeah, we're not. But, we're uh, not sure. Around here, we are. We have so many cases that, um, but we have a little longer to prepare. So I'm, I'm hoping Thanksgiving can go on as normal. Right. But um, you know, and just like we're talking about Thanksgiving, cooking and food can it improve the quality of your life absolutely it can be something you look forward to and i do it, yeah and and you know what cooking and preparing food at more at, at home saves money lots of money absolutely positively i mean the amount of money that most people have told me that they have saved during covid because they're not eating out as much right you know, yeah. the guy that does my hair, he told me him and his partner had saved thousands. Right. That's right. a lot of eating out. I don't and think you, we do that much. And you know, I want to throw this in, even though it's not food. Do you know how much money you save on alcohol? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you're drinking the alcohol at home with your food. Almost everybody thinks when they go out, that's a special time to eat. They have one, maybe two drinks. Okay. Yeah. Or, well, that's, you kind of have one or two before you get to the three or four. <laughs> but you can spend, you can have one hell of a bar bill. Yeah. You know? And, In our uh, younger days, we have. Yes, we, 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 yes, we, we did. Not anymore, we had those triple digits. Yeah, we have had those. Um, not only does it save money, it saves calories. Do you know how much they load things up with butter and stuff and sour cream? Yes. Yeah, it, it and, definitely. And you can make things, like I said, we're all about making things gluten-free in this house. So we, we convert recipes, which is kind of a challenge and kind of fun. Um, but we also do make lower sodium, lower sugar. Last night I made a Hungarian uh, mushroom soup. Now, normally a Hungarian mushroom soup would have sour cream in it, right? Right. Well, I finagled and around and and um, didn't put the sour cream in. That saves a load of calories. Yeah, absolutely. You can use yogurt so, too. And it tastes great. Yeah, I do use yogurt a lot. Yeah. So, um, but cooking can also, and I, I, I know Caddy Man's got a lot to say about this. It can be competitive like a story. Uh, like um, a sport and um, when you watch some of these competitions and you start getting you can get into lots of competitions you can make it competitive within the house I mean my boys know how to cook 
when everybody's here, it is a competition to see who's going to make what. <laughs> you know? so, right on. I can add that I am fully aware I am the worst cook in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I am number five, and I am proud of it. Now, when it comes to grilling, I don't count grilling and cooking the same because all you're doing is throwing the meat on, and it's more of a time sensitive, and you just kind of watch it. I mean, there is a little bit of skill, but not like actually taking a meal or a dish and taking it from start to finish. Right. And the good thing that I like about cooking, I'm going to bring up a couple things here. As like I said earlier, you get to you go from start to finish, beginning, middle, end, and then you are graded by how it tastes. You have a, Ugh, or, you know, it's not bad. Or, hey, bay, bay, that's a winner. <laughs> you know, you hit a home run. So that is always good. And then I'm going to be the first to admit, since I am learning how to cook and if people want to watch my videos, you'll see why. <laughs> I need to learn because I'm terrible. Um, watching the cooking shows like Chopped or we watch um, I like Bobby, Bobby Flay, Flay. Uh, Beat Bobby Flay, and we've watched uh, Guy's show, right. uh, Chopping in the Supermarket, and they cook. At first, I thought, before I really watched these... And, and we did cook- not start watching these till covert. Right. And, yeah. and I would have, you couldn't have got me to sit through one of those unless you put a gun to my head and gave me lots of alcohol. <laughs> maybe both, maybe at the same time, I'm not sure. But anyway, <laughs> I have these guys flat work their ass off trying to, to fix these meals in this certain amount of time. And if, just, if you don't think that it's hard, just go make a, a grilled cheese sandwich and from beginning to end and see how long it takes you. Yeah, and these guys do amazing things in 20 minutes. You know, and and how they blend these things, or you're given these different things and you've got to make a meal out of it. Or if you've got something so sweet, it's it's like a, it's just like a sport. You have to have a plan of attack. Mm. You have to have the experience to know what goes with what, with how to mix with what. Being new into that marketplace or that area of expertise, I'm amazed that people that they'll show it, you know, they'll bring up, you know, they'll say we're going to use uh, black zucchini or black noodles. And these guys go, oh, I remember the time that I fixed a meal with that. And it's very, (laughs) and you go, what? Yeah. What? Or pig's blood. Yeah, pig's blood. The other day was uh, yeah. some sort of beef, something with liver, beef liver. and No, it, no thanks. And yeah. it was like you're going, oh, but it's amazing how it is like a sport it is. And the, the, the amount of feeling of success you have when you do make a great dish and your, your partner or someone says, you know, I, my wife, every now and then I, I do something well <laughs> and she says good job that it is rewarding it is like a sport you you won absolutely yeah. and the flow the flow in the kitchen you know as you as you do it it's calming 
Right. You know, There's a zen especially to it. baking. There is a, a, a zen. It is very similar to yoga or like what they talk about um, walking meditation. Right. You know, I mean, because you're just going through the flow and it, 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 it's it's awesome. It's like playing in a sandbox place. Right. You know, you got the dough, you got the different textures, the different feels, and you really do have to use your brain. And a lot of people, when they get older, they're, they're not using their brain that much. Keep cooking. It's yeah. healthy. It staves yeah. off dementia. Well, this is, you know, this is a... And- this is a subject that's very close to my heart. Um, food has been a big part of my family, uh, you know, all my entire life. And uh, my mom um, collected recipes for 95 years. And oh uh, when she recently passed away, my sister and I have compiled all our recipes and, and we are putting out a cookbook. Um, so it has been a lot of, um, you know, some of the instructions were kind of iffy or whatever, but trying to make those meals, um, because not all the instructions were there for a lot of the recipes, uh, because my mom didn't measure anything. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, it, you know, they're, they're, we're gone through and refined a lot of them and then uh of course we're taking pictures of them so this has been a big part of my life especially through covid it's so. a great way to cope with the loss of your mother i mean yes. the fact that you and your siblings got together and you did something constructive in her honor yeah I this mean, is wow yeah um, it's been therapy on steroids um Oh, absolutely. And to top it off, we're just about uh, ready, probably publishing in the next month or so. Um, Just in time for the holidays. Yeah, and we're doing it all for charity. Um, And uh, my mom's charities that she worked for, some of them since 19, the beginning of the 70s, you know. Wow. Um, So we want to keep her charities happy and keep her memory alive by, you know, honoring what she volunteered for and what she loved. Um, and see those organizations uh, profit from from her her love. So, um, uh, yeah. go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I'm, my fault. I am done. <laughs> I was just going to say, and, and I know you feel the same way, Connor, and I know Grace does. When you make someone's recipe, normally it was their best, something they really loved, something they thought they were really good at. What greater form of flattery than to copy their recipe? And then also, I know when we have done it from um, our parents, we've copied recipes and and you taste it, and it's almost like they're there with you. And and usually, food are is full of good memories, happy right. times. Food so invokes it, memories. And it, uh, yeah. it brings you back, and it's kind of a happy, and it's almost like, um, especially if they're deceased, like they're there with you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a neat thing is my mom referred to recipes by who she got the recipe from. 
<laughs> so their first name or last name and their dough recipe or whatever. It was a so piece of that person to her. Absolutely. So we it made sure that part. yeah, we made sure that we uh, put down everybody's name that contributed to the book, and we have a special thank you going out to them for you know sharing the love with my mom. So. Um, yeah, it's, it's been therapy. Very, very good therapy. I, I, yeah, if you've, um, you know, recently lost a parent or something, do something like this. It, it's really good therapy. Absolutely. And, um, you know, one of the most therapeutic parts of cooking is the mindfulness, much like we talked about last week with yoga, much like, um, I think that Akari Man talked about with, um, the, the yogi, the um, guru, Sadhguru. Right. You know, it's mindfulness. You are in the moment. Right. You are paying attention. You know, sometimes kind of like you talked about with soup, you got to have patience. Yeah, exactly. We all need more patience. And I'm going to throw this out because I have learned this by watching <laughs> Bobby Flay. Yeah, they there you always go. say he's the master of taste. Yeah, he has the flavor. So thing. you can't tell me that he's not one with a lot of foods. Oh, where absolutely. his body not only tastes it, his mind can see it, it can feel it. I mean, all of his senses are into that particular food, that particular meal, that particular dish that he's making. And that's why he's considered he's, the greatest. Yes, he, he's one of the iron chefs, and he's one of the greatest. Um, it also um, eases stress and improves your mood. Yeah, absolutely. At the end of the day, it creates happiness. You bet. And experts have actually studied, and I'm, I'm talking in psych, these psychologists have studied, and they say it does relieve symptoms of depression. I believe it. I do it, too. It's very similar to meditation and yoga. They say, in particular, and you will love this because I do, slicing and dicing soothes the mind and the soul. There you go. Now, when I'm upset about something or stressed, you better believe we're going to have something that has everything in the kitchen diced in it. Because yeah. I'm a dicing machine. She is. I mean, um, I look like Bobby Flay when I'm dicing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a hatchet man myself. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and like we talked about earlier, cooking invokes the, the, the senses. And that, when you invoke the sense of smell, taste, texture, all the other things, you invoke memories, you know? Yeah. You, you invoke memories from your childhood, from people, you know. A lot of times I do remember people or getting together with people by what I serve. Right. You know, I mean, or certain dishes like uh, we make fried p spaghetti. It always reminds me of my brother because he loved us so much. Right. You know. Absolutely. And so, you know, different. I remember I don't like carrot cake and it reminds me of my grandmother I wasn't that close to. <laughs> and she made carrot cake all the time <laughs> so it can go both ways and and like I said it's like playtime especially if you're baking and you're, you're mixing with dough or you're stirring I mean it's like playing as a child right and, and we know those are good it, it's sexy 
Cooking yes. can be very sexy. It's one of the sexiest things you could do. Food porn. When I um, took uh, one of my psychology classes, they, the, the, the instructor said one day, we're going to watch a film today, and it's going to be pornography. And we're all like, really? We're all going to sit here together and watch food porn? Or we're going to watch porn? It was <laughs> just these people having dinner. They were fully clothed. Let me tell you, it was erotic. <laughs> they made the food. They laid out the food. I mean, it was crazy. Also, when you're doing food, you get to make choices. Now, some people feel like they don't have a lot of choices left in their life. You know, older people or maybe sometimes children don't think they they have the ability to make choices for darn good reason, but... You know, food is a way that they can't make choices. Yeah, do and I add cayenne pepper or don't I? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And for some people, that's a big deal. And it's like you said, too, it's scientific. I taught my kids a lot of math by cooking. Ah, yeah, I you could see that. You can also know how different, you know, ingredients interact together. Absolutely. Uh, when my granddaughters come to stay, uh, the first thing the oldest one does is make a menu. And then we got to go shopping because we're going to cook it together. So, exactly. yeah, it's it's great. And I hope she, when she grows up, she'll remember cooking with grandma and grandpa in the, in the kitchen. And, oh, uh, for sure. And, you know, and that's a time when my kids now, they've got their phones and stuff. And, of course, they're augering up. But when we start cooking in the kitchen with my oldest moms, nobody's got their phone in there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's that moment when we get to slow down and focus on the food and the family. Right. And, you know, when people eat good food, they appreciate it. Yeah. If you're not a good cook, I've got a hint. Get a slow cooker. Try some oh, slow absolutely. cooker meals. Absolutely. You know, I got an instant pot you told me to get last year. So right. I yeah. can't wait to try it this winter for soup. I'm, I haven't um, really used it yet. So. Yeah, there's there's a few uh, neat items that it, there's a food ninja or a ninja oven. I think they call it. It's uh, yeah. It does everything from slow cooking to pressure cooking to air frying. It it's it's all in one. Right. I love the air fryer, too. Yeah. Great appliance. You know, cooking food, it connects us. Remember, the heart of the home is in the kitchen. Right. You know, get cooking. Uh, you know, Connor will talk more on this show about the cookbook, his mom's cookbook, when it comes out. Um, go to Caddyman417 and watch on YouTube. Watch um, Caddyman Learn to Cook. It's hilarious. Okay. Uh, but remember, cooking can be so much more than throwing something together and eating it. Also, I, I want to point out that when you cook and you eat more mindfully, you you eat less. Right. You eat with a purpose. Well, you eat good food that you like, and um, it, it's amazing what it does for you. Let me ask Caddy Man this because uh, this is how I am. I cook a big meal, and by the time I sit down to eat the meal, I'm not hungry anymore because I've been tasting all day long. Does that happen to you too? 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also, well, and also the thing about good food—I mean, really good tasting food—fills you up because you're enjoying every bite. Exactly. If, it, if it's crappy junk, you're shoveling in till yeah. you can't, till you just say, "I can't eat another bite." But how many times have you had a really, really delicious meal? Or a particular dish that you it, and you want to eat more because the taste is so great, but you're just I, I can't do it. You're right. And because but I would love to do it. And also it seems like to me, and I'm gonna throw this out and it's probably just a personal opinion, the better the food, the better the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. You always leave leftovers. Yeah, yes. yeah. So um, that's great. And um do you have some TV shows? For I us sure today? do. I, okay. I yeah. Today we're gonna do some oldies but goodies. Um, oh, some people I know haven't seen some of these, and it's kind of hard to believe. But um, probably it will be us. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, one of the probably the biggest shows out there, I think, or the the biggest hype shows of the past was Sons of Anarchy. Um, yeah. Have you guys seen that? No, but no, I've heard that. Yeah, that's that's a good one. It's on FX, Fox, Bravo, Netflix, Spike, Super Channel, Walt Disney Television. It's everywhere now because wow. the series is over. So you can probably find a marathon going somewhere. Um, but it's it's basically a car- crime drama th- thriller, um, and it's about uh, a bike gang essentially. So um, it it's a good one. Lots of uh, women like watching that show for some reason. Don't know why. Um, <laughs> and Interesting. We, yeah, we've got another uh, documentary this week, Making of a Murderer, and it's on Netflix. It's a documentary about crime. Uh, it's filmed over 10 years um, with a guy called uh, Stephen Avery, who um, did time, 18 years, I believe, for murder, and then was exonerated uh, because of DNA um, results. That oh, yeah so, and then uh, when they tried to basically open people's eyes to how he got screwed over by law enforcement, um, he gets charged with another murder. So it's gonna make you mad. It'll make you real mad. So, uh, but really, really well done documentary. So that's a good one to watch for. Um, wow. One of the darker shows uh, of the past uh, was a show named Dexter, and uh, that's on Fox, CBS, CTV, Netflix, Paramount, and Universal. And uh, Dexter is a blood spatter analyst for the Miami police, and he's also a serial killer, but he just kills bad guys. Oh, wow. So So, sort of a vigilante. That's okay, then. Yes, and it stars Michael C. Hall, Jennifer Carpenter. Um, so it's got some big stars in it. Um, one of the favorites of mine on this list was a show called Deadwood, and it's a uh, Western, essentially, on HBO, Sky, Paramount, and Universal. Uh, it stars Timothy Oliphant, and uh, it's a show set in the 1800s uh, around the characters of Deadwood, South Dakota. And... Uh, yeah, it's it's you'll get get hooked on that one if you haven't seen Dead One yet. Have you guys seen I that? I like Western. No, I haven't. Oh, you, um, you I do like Westerns. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, the last one that we're going to profile today is another one that ended in 2017. It was called Narcos on Netflix. So it's a biography crime drama um, about uh, the criminal exploits of Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar. Oh. So all the kind of dealings that were going on with the CIA and all of that stuff. It's uh, very interesting. Definitely a good... Um, Good show to watch. <laughs> Lots of subtitling, unless you speak, uh, uh, you know, Spanish as well. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's it. Great mix. Great so, mix. Yeah, it it was a real mix today, actually. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that. Yeah. So uh, a little bit of something for everybody. Absolutely, and uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Um, um, enjoyed bringing it to you. Uh, Tempest Fugit. Time flies. Use it. Yes. You guys have... Move move (laughs) that coffee table. Yes, you guys have a good weekend and move that coffee table. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) You too. All right, see ya. Goodbye now. Thanks for listening, everyone.